Yo. Yeah, what's up, man? How's it going? How's it going? Oh, and it's down the sofa. What's up, right? Hey, you guys are... Yeah. Thanks. Ooh. Yeah, you know the funny Jam Buster would have called me as soon as I'm doing a podcast. Can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't Man, called, me. He has it called mm. me all week, and as soon as I'm doing a podcast, I'm just about to do the intro. Bam! Just calls me straight away like it's nothing. Yeah. Oh. Up, Joel. <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, uh, it's just it's just ruined the whole intro for me. Now I had the nice. I had it all thought out, and now I can't even remember what I was going to say. Can you imagine that? Oh, my God. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to another Four Gamers versus the World podcast. Podcast. See, I can't even speak properly now. This is a 3.0. I'm, I'm awake. It's just, it's just ruined the whole thing. You know what I mean? Oh, mate. Um, today, I'm joined by Unlucky Retro and Dinosaur for Soldier. Unlucky Retro, how are you, mate? I'm good, thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, a bit in sleepy mode. I was just about to go to bed before I have to go to work. But yeah, I'm up for this. I'm up for this. Oh, man. Let's go. Yeah, just a quick half an hour, man. And so for Soldier, how are you? Um, I am very good, thanks. Um, again, kind of half awake. <laughs> Believe it or not, you did wake me up. Uh, but I don't. I don't mind, but I, I woke up and I immediately looked at Twitter and I went, oh, shit. Like, now I understand why Dom's calling me. Um, uh, so I was like, yeah, probably best to, like, uh, talk about this now while it's fresh, you know? And whilst we're not, like, overloaded with news, um, exactly. it's a good idea. So. No, what it was was I just wanted to get your guys' take on what's going on in gaming and what is and what is happening on the next gen. As our review, our review for Ghost of Tsushima did come out today, and I, I had a lot of... Um, a lot of good or positive messages back already from the review already actually like you know they're um, messaging me through um whatsapp and stuff telling me oh yeah the game like they're asking me is the game good and i'm like write a message on apple Podcasts asking me the question don't message me personally you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> ask me, ask me they're, they're calling you up sending yeah, you texts calling me and Gosh. i'm like no you're doing this the wrong way you're meant to message me through you're gonna have to hire like a secretary or something hire a secretary never <laughs> my woman my woman will yeah, kill man. me already you, you, must, you, you must want me to get beaten for having the secretary alone do you know what I mean trust the system bro we need Teddy Hoggle brand management yeah I know, right, I know right I know right so um with the with the state of play that I that we spoke about the other day the next gen of consoles let's just go I'll just throw it out to you unlucky Metro Xbox mm. and the PlayStation, they're 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 going through their next gen. They're widening down through through the next gen of consoles. With the PlayStation mm. come out, I remember the rumor you told me about the PlayStation being delayed. Is there any updates on that, or is there any for, or, 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 or is there actually a for it? Because all these new games are coming out. So what are they going to do? Well, the thing is, there there is no release date at the moment. Um, uh, it's more of a thought online at the moment. Um, is it the right time for a new console to be coming out? Obviously, with the pandemic going on and the supply issue and, you know, the how they're going to distribute it over the world and have enough consoles because they always lack. 
whenever a brand new console comes out, it always sells out, and there's always a high demand. And then obviously, I know it doesn't happen in a lot of countries. Well, not in all the countries and stuff, but a lot of crime. Um, you know, people can they trust other people to not rob from other people who buy the console and. You know, it's. I know it's a small little thing, but have we lost him? Hello. Uh, no, I think it, it is uh, just connected. Oh, okay. Sorry. Sorry. Go on, Lockyer. Go on. Continue. Go on. Did we lose him? Uh, I don't know. It says he's still connected. Maybe his mic or something. Yeah, we can hear you, Joe. We can hear you. Yeah, we can. Oh, we can hear. What you. is that? Oh, oh, someone acknowledge me. Not me. Joe, what is that in the background? I'm having sex. No, 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 no. That can't be. I'm sorry. That's, that's ridiculous. <laughs> no, I'm on. I'm on a train. I'm. I'm currently on the way to a flat viewing, isn't it? I didn't. I didn't know you were doing a podcast. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm gonna have to be rude. Yeah, you're gonna have to come out because that, that's way too long. Right, but this is my, my stop, anyways. This is my stop. Okay, cool. All right, go on, um, go on, Dan. Um, go on, Dan. Continue, please. Okay. Um. So, basically, um, remember when we were uh, talking about Joseph Demon saying like the. Obviously, they haven't released the date for like the launch dates of the console and everything. They were kind of playing chicken to see who would do it first. Well, big news today Microsoft did it first and announced the price for both of their consoles. Did the they? release date. For yeah, both just of now. Their consoles. Yeah. yeah, literally just now. On, and on top of that, it's on Twitter. So I can go talk to Sky News. Attention, please. Attention. Yeah. It's fucking everywhere. So, like, basically, right, um, as far as Xbox goes, they're releasing on the 10th of November um, both consoles, the Xbox Series X, which is, like, the the one they revealed today, which is, like, the, the entry-level version of their next-gen, yeah. similar to, like, the digital version of the PlayStation. Again, it's a digital-only console. Um, and Xbox One X, which they've done already. Um, and so basically, I believe that from what I've seen, the, the price is, is, yeah, okay, it's $299 for the, um, the Series X, which is in Spain. Um, it's really cheap. And it's, um, I think it's the 450 or something for the the Xbox One X, like the super big powerhouse one. And they've wow. released specs for the S, and the S is really good. Like, first of all, it's 60% smaller than the X, so it's it's slim. It's really slim. Has a custom NVMe SSD, which if you don't know what an NVMe SSD is, basically it's a super high-speed flash storage that plugs directly into the motherboard, so it doesn't like the uh, traditional SSD cables, which slow down transfer speed, which basically means games load almost instantaneously. I've got one of these in my PC, and it loads games in seconds, so it's really fast. That's 512 gigs of that, so it's not a huge amount, right? But it's really fast game storage that you can then expand later on. All digital, 
um, does 1440p up to 120 fps, which is really good. Um, has support for like uh, for all of the ray tracing and, and all of the new uh, lighting effects. 4K media playback, 4K game upscaling, variable um, variable ray shading, so shading and, and uh, shadows and everything basically uh, scale with your resolution to get the best performance. Variable refresh rate, which you can switch on so that your um, your game will uh, basically you'll never get like screen tearing where the um, frames are too fast for your uh, your TV or basically your game can't put out enough like it syncs it up um, well no that would be V-Sync variable refresh mate means that you can customise the frame rate that you're going to get and I said ultra low latency so yeah for like a really small package for like less than 300 quid you're getting something that's already like orders of magnitude more powerful than the xbox one uh <laughs> the xbox one x the, the current one um and the what the ps4 pro like it's it's way more powerful what's in there it's basically just a slightly slimmed down version of the final console so it won't be as powerful as the ps5 but it'll be as close to a PS5 as you can get without spending 400, you know, 400 bucks. And that's going to get people to buy. The crazy thing, though, isn't even the consoles themselves. The consoles themselves are, like, are relatively competitively priced, right? But what Microsoft have chosen to do is they're following... Um, kind of a model they've been using in their own storefront for a while where essentially now um, you can buy an Xbox, buy into the Xbox Live ecosystem, kind of like a phone contract, right? So there's no upfront cost for the console. You can choose to buy it at full price if you want to, just buy it outright. But um, you can say you want an Xbox One X, right? They announced pricing for this today. If you want the latest, most powerful Xbox, you can pay £35 a month and you get the console, the cable, which is your controller, and you get um, Xbox Live Gold and you get um, Game Pass Ultimate. Wow. That as so well, what's which the is actual price? I'm trying to find it right now on Twitter. I'm trying to find yeah. that now. What is the actual price for the PS5 and the and the Xbox? Do they have two? Do they have two? Uh, the, okay, the, Sony haven't announced yeah. their pricing at all yet. No. This is brand new today. It's only Xbox have announced their pricing. So it's yeah, it's two hundred and ninety nine dollars for the S, and for the X, I think it's um, I think they said it's it's four hundred and four hundred and fifty. Well, so, um, yeah, unlucky retro breaking news. They just announced their prices today. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I did see that. I did. Um, yeah, it's kind of expected. Like I said, PlayStation, not quite sure. But the prices are in the ballpark I was expecting them to be. Yeah, yeah I would say so. Yeah. What The biggest surprise is the fact that Microsoft are doubling down and saying, you know what, you can't afford 300, 400, 500 quid straight away. We got you. We'll do it like a phone contract. You don't even have to pay up front. Like, 
I think the fact that they're doing that and bundling that with with Game Pass is fucking genius. So like, what would you guys? Im- so what would you guys do then? Because I was, I'm always the type of person that I don't know about you guys. I never bought it on the first year. I always bought it the second year, like second Christmas, mm-hmm. like with all the bundles. And so what are you guys gonna do? Will you guys wait for this? For, for this pre-order to try and get it will you will you doubt will you do the monthly payments or will you wait a year see what comes out and then just think okay next Christmas I'll buy it what would you guys do um I don't know if I'll wait until probably next Christmas I I don't think I'll buy it straight away um mm. I just obviously it has to go through its its, it's uh, training wheels you have to make sure you know it's stable enough to you know, exist in your house for more than five months. <laughs> you know, it's, you know, yeah, you gotta make sure, you know, you gotta make sure that this aren't being spat back out of you or melting inside the console. Or, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, sink issues and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. to be honest, there's nothing really um, that I'm looking forward to at the moment. Obviously, the next-gen graphics and everything looks amazing, but there's no kind of big games that I, oh, I have to buy a PS5 the moment it comes out. Yeah. I actually think there's still time to wait. You know, I think they're still going to be releasing games for the PS4. And obviously, I understand the console will probably have backwards compatibility. I, You know, it's it's... Not something that I'm, you know, jumping straight into, to be honest. I'm, I think I'm going to wait for a little while. Maybe not until next Christmas, but yeah, mm. definitely until maybe mid-year next year. Yeah. It's, it, it's a funny old world, isn't it? Because yeah. while I think, based on everything that I've read and seen and, and the numbers that I've looked at, just the data that's out there, and as somebody who's spent more and more time you know, PC gaming over the last couple of years and seeing how high the ceiling is on that compared to what the old consoles are doing currently. Now the gap is much, much smaller with the announcement of all of this and money you have to pay just to get into it. It's not that great. So I I think, you know, in answer to the question, will I be getting one day one? Um... Even though, like, I, I think, right, if you don't have a, right, all I'm going to say is if you don't have a Windows PC, um, just, <laughs> this is the best fucking time. You don't even need to buy a gaming PC anymore unless you're a, a real enthusiast, right? I mean, I think they're great, but now, like, the, the these new Xboxes on, like, a, you know, a monthly payment scheme or whatever you know with all the power they've got and with game pass and everything just fucking buy one of those me personally i won't buy one because i've got game pass ultimate and i've got a pc to run it all on so i don't really need uh the new xbox i think it's great that people have got all of these options to buy it in different ways now and make it accessible to them you know so it's not like this huge you know massive you know like kind of cash outflow that they have to have all at once you know because not everyone can afford it they got bills to pay but when it comes to i think the console i will be getting will probably be a ps5 
mainly just because Sony's exclusives and how fucking stubborn Sony are. You can guarantee that whilst there's a few people at Sony today saying, hmm, you know, maybe we should knock $50 off the price, they're not going to knock that much off because they know PlayStation is just such a strong brand in general. They can be like, nah, fuck you. You want God of War? You have to come and buy my bloody machine. Like, yeah, I think it's know, very. That, I think that's, it's very that's true. smart. I think it's very, very smart to have allowed Xbox to bring their price out first. Very smart mm-hmm. because now they that's, know marketing-wise mm-hmm. and strategy and everything they can do. Even like you said, even if they knock off fifty pounds now, they can know that okay, Xbox is at two nine nine. If we make this at three nine nine, and then even make it at three fifty and throw in like five games, they know yeah. people are waiting for the exclusives. People are waiting for all this stuff to come out but it's it's the games the games yeah. are the future that are going to make the games gonna make these two consoles yeah and we yeah. don't know what games like, are actually going to come out soon no because it's not like it's not like ps4 where uh, uh, they actually there was a really good article on twitter um not that long ago it was like a comparison thing of like in previous generations how much earlier like the pricing and the launch titles for each new generation were shown to the public before you could actually buy them and even for like the ps4 right the the ps4's um first few games like nat bloodborne etc right you know like that was all shown at uh i think tokyo game show the year before it launched right and then the actual PlayStation 4 itself was shown with its pricing like five or six months before it came out, which is not yeah. compared to how much time we've got now until the launch window. Because there's no way that Sony are going to launch it after Microsoft. They're going to launch it on the same day or the same week. So it's like yeah, 10th, yeah. Of no- 10th of November, right? That's the, there's not that much time. There's like two months man like they've left it super super late just because they wanted to see who would drop the ball first but the thing is microsoft can afford to do it though they can afford to take that long because they've yeah. got unlimited amounts of money compared to sony like that they, they don't even they, they could make a million of these xboxes and not care if they sold half of them right you know because you know even though they've clearly put a shitload of effort into making Xbox Live and Game Pass and stuff like way m- much more better value for customers and everything and being able to choose where people play and I really respect them for that. 90% of Microsoft's money comes from, you know, desktop applications from selling you uh, Microsoft Office and from selling you copies of Windows. You know, they never make huge amounts of money off of Xbox itself. Whereas on the other side of things, PlayStation, uh, Sony are not a particularly profitable company. Revenue for their home electronics, like their hi-fi stereo systems and their TVs has actually gone down year on year for like the past several years. Not as many people are buying the newest and latest brand spanking new TVs, especially when you consider how expensive Sony Bravia stuff is, right? Regardless oh, yeah, of how good it is. Um, so the only real profitable portion of Sony as a company at the minute is PlayStation. Yeah, but we can sell. We can always, yeah, but we can always go by why 
um, Sony profits have gone down because that's like because of the high street retailer and because of like own brand TVs, like as they make their own Polaroid, Tesla's yeah, got their yeah, own exactly. brand and all this. I stuff mean, that's. Stuff. Yeah. But when it comes to certain, but when it comes to certain things that when it comes to the PlayStation, how much they're actually selling, it's Microsoft. Yeah. Microsoft will oh, all, yeah, Microsoft will bleed money in taking things from different companies to um, make the Xbox. But how if I was a CEO and I, and I, yeah. you came to me, you said to me, oh yeah, by the way, oh I need your mic, I need your Microsoft Word money so I can uh, basically make all these Xboxes. I'll be like, eventually I'll be like, well no, you need to make the money you make off your Xbox. To make your Xboxes, but that's uh, that's what I was going to ask you, um, um, Lucky Retro, with the mm. the, play, the PS5 coming out, and yeah. with the VR that lost a lot of money, do you think they should make a new VR for the um, for the PlayStation Five? I don't know. Um, VR was, in my opinion, a bit of a phase. Yeah, I think it's there, and I think it'll always be there. I I definitely feel as if they're probably going to make a new headset for the ps5 obviously with eight-way functions and you know they're going to give it all a snazzy you know new name and new mechanics and stuff um but i just don't think vr gaming is at that point where it can become a mainstream thing yeah it's i think think developers are still developers are still trying to figure out what to do with it for the most yeah. part, I think. I think there are, there are very few that have done it ex- extremely well. You know, like uh, Beat Saber, Half-Life yeah. Alex. Yeah. Games like that have, have done it extraordinarily well. Um, what I do think is that I don't think VR is going anywhere. No. Um, I, I, I think the technology is far too advanced for it to go nowhere. This isn't just, you know, a a kind of a joke piss in the wind um you know technology experiment for them this isn't like connect or something where they really yeah, have no true. idea what they're doing there are already tons of practical applications for vr and stuff that's being made specifically for vr every day right mm. uh, it, people already know how to use it it's just leveraging it in a way to make a game that appeals to a large amount of people has been hard because the point of entry is difficult to get to like first you have to buy a console then you have to buy a vr headset then you have to download some software then you have to um you know buy the the games that are compatible with this um Mm. and up to now like i think i think the biggest difference this gen that we're going to see from last gen is that I think more mainstream games, so like Spider-Man Miles Morales, for example, um, I mean, games like that, games like God of War 2, whatever, like when all of these launch on day one, they will have PSVR support right out of the box. Like you can play, you'll be able to play it in VR like straight away as an option if you want to. Yeah, I but the funny thing about it was, I used to, I used to when I used to play Monster Hunter with you, um, Unlucky Retro. I used to use my VR to play it with you. I used to use it because I used to use it as a television screen, just so like oh, if my missus wanted to watch TV, I would just play my things on the VR. But eventually, That's I realized not... it was just a big. Yeah, I, I used to, eventually I realized it was just not a big waste of money. It was just, I don't know. It was just a thing on my face that I realized it was damaging my eyes. It was. I thought to myself, like, you know what? 
I can't keep wearing this thing because I, you know, not My saying I'm, I'm, I'm a grown up. I'm not saying I'm too. I'm not. I'm, I'm not saying I'm too old for games. But it's just like when nah. people would come over and see me with, and I'm thinking, nah, you know what? I I I, I am getting to that granddaddy stage of I'm too getting yeah. old. When people come over and they it's what you feel around. comfortable with, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's, totally it's definitely. Get, yeah. Um, like I said, there, there's a lot of things that they have to work out with the VR sets and just VR gaming in general to make it more of a mainstream yeah. thing. There's just the whole issue of, you know, right, making the right games that will immerse you in this world, but also feel, you know, game-breaking. Also feel like what you play in front of you, you know, keeps you occupied and away from the world around you. I think that's the most yeah. difficult part. Oh yeah, definitely. That and I think like main you have with VR the I think the main barrier to entry for people so far isn't even the price. It's is it worth it? And yeah. and, and is it worth it consists of well could I have the same level of experience without VR in time? Right. And there are a few games where like Playing it in VR is actually makes it a totally different game, you know, like Tetris Effect and stuff like that. Hmm. It's completely different in VR. It's so much better, right? Like, and you kind of you have to experience it in VR because otherwise you're only really playing half of the game itself. And I understand, but I think until until there's that kind of incentive for people to choose to play a specific game with the VR options turned on, right? unless it's, until the technology is so advanced that you're like, well, you know, if I don't feel like playing it in VR tonight, I can just sit down on my couch on the widescreen TV, play it, mm. right? But then if you're like, I really want to like turn the lights off, get like immersed, you know, get the surround sound headphones on and everything, um, and put the, the headset on, you know, then you've got the op- the option to do that and it be just as good an experience, if not better, than the vanilla one. Until that's a reality, until they converge and you've got a choice where one is not clearly worse or better than the other, mm. I think it will still be a new thing. However, um, yeah. I think more people I think more people will do it this coming gen because the the main factor that was holding back stuff like PSVR, Teddy, and everything in the, in the last gen was the fact that A, there was this, what was it, 250 quid for the, the headset and yeah, stuff? Yeah, 250, yeah. Yeah, right. Uh, and it was made mainly for specific games, but also, like, because of the power of the PS4, um, it really couldn't do that much. Whereas now, these new consoles are so much more powerful, and we've already seen what really good VR can do on a, a decent PC, you know, running similar specs to these. So, the potential for, like, actually making really good VR games, like, yeah. the, the ceiling has just got way, way higher. So, I think we'll see more of it, but I'm not interested in it. I personally. can, not, I, not can I, it. I can say, because... Unlike Richard, unlike Richard, you did come to my house and play it. You? you did come to my yeah, house. Yeah, 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 I did, I did. Yeah. So, 
for I can I can ask you this then because for the entertainment and the party, um, what do you call it? What do you know? The group value that we had around the VR was mm. kind of fun because even your missus she used it, even your missus she did yeah. use it and she did find out the the horrible side of the VR. But we yeah, did have fun in a group setting. <laughs> yeah, in a group. family as a family group setting i believe we did have fun with it but as a solo branded something that i can have and from things that i've watched um like say in anime where i've watched like a whole world let's take um i'm lucky retro what's that um, anime that they use vr and hack for instance you know their their main thing is um vr and they go into the yeah world and they yeah, yeah. It out. That yeah, was, yeah it's perfect but for a party, for a party situation, we had the VR was brilliant. Would you think so? Because we had lots of fun. That that one day we had lots of fun on the VR. Yeah, you know, I definitely. Yeah, I definitely think that um, VR is definitely not like a, it's like a group thing, like a party thing. It's something that you can play for a couple of hours with friends and like feel. You know, really good and immersed, and you know, you could find have a lot of jokes. Yeah, exactly. You know, and like the games inside is that's where they it kind of thrives. You know, the games that they build are more group orientated, even when it yeah. comes to like horror games and yeah, definitely horror uh, games, party games and stuff. You know, it's definitely, um group orientated like i said before sorry but yeah my issue with vr at the moment is getting out of that um first person perspective obviously i know vr is a first person experience mm. it's the only way but I, I mean don't not getting rid of the first person experience but removing that every game is a first person thing yeah with different setting oh first person with horror First person with shooting, first person with racing. You know, I know it's going to be very difficult, but try and build. They have to get past that. That, how can I say? Um, not it's genre. Like, it's, it's, but, like, it's a divine limitation, really, isn't it? At the minute. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, that's, that's what than, I say. Yeah, it's, it's that. Yeah, you can't really get outside of that bubble. And the thing is, I'm I'm not a massive fan of first person in general. No, I mean, uh, but I couldn't imagine other things. Like I couldn't imagine like the fast pace of God of War, for example, on VR. No, nah, it wouldn't work. Be, it wouldn't work. No, no, it wouldn't your work. eyes wouldn't be able to like flying through the air as Miles Morales would look amazing. Is in, in Spider Man and all mm. that kind of stuff. But would it work? Would you be able to swing and look around and be able to adjust and keep your head focused? There's a lot of things that, you know, I think need to be ironed out with the VR. And I think that's the reason why it didn't really catch on. Mm. Because yeah. there's so much that you'll need to focus and build before they can actually start saying, uh, right, this is a console built for VR. Yeah. And, and like I said, it's because they were particularly with this last gen they were they'd sort of just figured out how to use vr and make actual real games out of it but they were also technically limited by 
the power of the console itself and what it could render in VR without it actually like breaking stuff and just not being able to run games at all. So I think now that like the the feeling for like console power and stuff has gone up by like so much. I mean like this is like it there a lot of people don't realise it because the, it's more nuanced this time it's smaller things that you don't necessarily notice things that are under the hood but like this is the biggest jump in power i think we've seen since like ps2 to like 360 to when we first hit hd True. i think this, this is a huge huge jump in power because like what they've managed to accomplish with the ps4 and the xbox one in terms of like getting getting to run games etc optimizing like this was the first step into making them basically small pcs they changed the system architecture so that it's x86 which is basically the same processing stuff that like all modern pcs run on so that games yeah. run and launch better on it and that was the big jump with with, with this last gen it's basically making the miniature pcs now it's getting all of the, the latest hardware updates and making that big leap that pcs have gradually been making over the past five ten years but putting it all in one box and saying right this is this is it we've got all of this extra headroom to work with all of this extra horsepower like now they can you know instantly load entire 3d worlds in seconds and stuff like that and render it like completely in real time it's gonna make stuff like vr and the uh the challenge of making something open world like spider-man miles morales into vr is going to be much much smaller this time the question comes like you say unlucky retro is how do they how do they do it but still keep the core gameplay elements that are part of like just the regular spider-man or triple-a game experience right how do they make it work with vr without changing your interaction with the game uh making the making the camera controls horrible or anything like that how do they overcome that challenge but that challenge is much smaller to overcome than actually getting the the entire world and the game itself to look good in VR. I believe they can do that much easier now. Um, so it's not the question of mm. if they can do it. It's a question of if they can do it and make it work well, like with the True. limitations of like having one controller or something. Because like you say, when you're in first person, you've got a lot more immediate control and, you know, you can hotkey stuff and like it's it, it's built for that kind of one-to-one -one interaction, which makes those games a lot mm -hmm. simpler to make. When you try and apply it to a big third, third person open world, you know, um, adventure game or something, if you try to put that into Assassin's Creed and Ubisoft haven't created a patch or I don't know um, uh, camera control by turning your head or um, depth of field you know for um, immersive like camera experience so that you feel like you're standing there as your character and everything without it being mm. first person either. until the developers figure out how to the new VR technology properly to use it to support their existing games 
I think it's it's going to be that slow trickle of um, mostly Sony uh, um, produced or, or Sony published exclusive VR titles that we've been seeing for a while until the rest of the, devel- the developers catch up and think, oh, we've figured it out now. We can put Cyberpunk 2077 in free in you know in, in VR, right? Um, let's just hope let's just hope that it doesn't take the whole of the lifespan for the PS5 to get to get right let's just hope they don't do that um, I don't think it will I don't think it will I I think it will but the the last question I do have for you guys the last question if there's any game that you guys want out to come out to come out on next gen any game that you can think of just just make a wish this, this one time what game would it be that can come out on next gen that would be 10 out of 10 for you guys what would it be unlucky retro what would the game like the game of your wish like what game would you like to see come out on, on ps5 or xbox well, well to be honest um it's for me it's most on i mean i love Monster oh i knew oh okay um, okay so you want so yeah. i mean i mean but it's it's kind of but the thing is it's kind of inevitable yeah i feel as if there will be a new monster hunter you know it being you know capcom's biggest selling game now yeah um it's the what it's the game that changed kind of capcom's annual uh spending and everything it kind of you know changed how capcom view monster hunter as a game you know, it's been around for almost, it's what, 15 years now. Mm. And it's only now it's actually getting its, its limelight. Yeah. It's it, definitely it's, going to happen. It's got mass appeal now. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely going to happen. Yeah. So that's the game that I'm looking forward to seeing on PS5 or Xbox. It's really or, weird that you or, say you know, that though, because I had my ex-girlfriend playing that with me on PSP. I don't, I don't understand where the mass. It's it's always been there for me anyway. I don't mm. know no about you, unlucky Richard, but it's always been there because I remember you saying that you and um, you and Ember used to play it right together. Yeah, you had those storylines yeah, yeah, and yeah, everything yeah. like that. I, yeah, I, me and Turkish used to play it quite a lot. I think um, the, what uh, <clears throat> what James is trying to say though, I think really is that like Monster Hunter has always been there for like the Capcom fans like us, you know, people who follow. Japanese games, you know, and have kind of been plugged into Monster Hunter as a franchise for like several console generations now. Um, but it's never hit the mainstream crowd like it did with Monster Hunter World because they completely overhauled how the game played, how it looked, like the the the, the, ma- the massive environment zones, you know, the dynamic encounters, the AI, they completely overhauled everything and changed that game mm. fundamentally for the better and made it easier mm. for people to play together, which is ultimately what Monster Hunter is really about. And yeah. they made it they, they managed to make an anime as fuck silly ass game like Monster Hunter as like into like a triple A mainstream title that loads of people love you know even if they'd never played that kind of game before in their life i think that's the and like james says now it's a given especially with the fact that they've you know they're doing their final uh free content update for iceborne i'm pretty sure that that they're already at least in the planning phases of pre-production for what will become 
Monster Hunter World 2. I don't think we'll see that for a few years, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, I was more than anything, James. I was surprised that like you <laughs> that you weren't going to. Uh, I-, I figured you were going to go for something like way more obscure for next gen, like a new uh, sweet coding game yeah, or I mean, something. Like some death, like some. Um, Basketball bikini um, death game. Oh no, like, I didn't go that far. <laughs> <laughs> no, Mister 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 Waifu was going to keep it on the low today. I mean, at the end of the day, I wasn't going to. Yes, the yes, the temper is expectations. Yeah, because I know. Is, good news is, James, for every single Japanese console launch, including uh, yeah. the PS5, is you're always guaranteed an absolute avalanche of gobbleware waifu games <laughs> for like oh, 20, 20 you know hours I mean? so you know digitally it's... only you know so like day yeah. one like you've got your day one pre-orders ps5 you go online you switch the store reason to japan and instantly you've got like 16 hatsune miku games you can play straight away <laughs> mate you're sorted like you're fine well, that's what i'm saying so that, that's why i didn't have to think about it you know i mean if you want me to be obscure, <laughs> yeah exactly so, i would love a new guitar man so, if you wanted a lot of people ain't gonna know about guitar man yeah. Guitar Man would be cool, yeah. From, uh, yeah. Or uh, like a prob. Well, we technically we're getting a new Jet Set Radio, aren't we? Only it's not called Jet Set Radio yeah. anymore. But anyway, like as for me, what I would want for like the my 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 big next gen game, um, I was gonna joke and I was just gonna say Bloodborne for PC, please. Like, give me Bloodborne on PC, I would love that. But I actually think that's actually gonna happen. Considering Sony basically released a press release the other day saying that they're planning on bringing more of their exclusive PC, so I think it's only a matter of time before Bloodborne gets a PC upgrade. But um, in terms of like what I want to see as like a next-gen game, I think um, the inter- right, I'm going to go AAA and one less known. AAA, the one that I'm still waiting on, really, is God of War 2. I think that's going to be huge when that happens. Because uh, they successfully rebooted that franchise, like, perfectly, you know. Um, and they built up so much hype with the story. And, like, it was just such an amazing journey to play. The characters were so well done. And I'm, I can't wait to see what they're doing next. Um, okay. So... Triple A, it's that, but yeah, smaller games, not sure yet. Okay, um, um uh-huh. Buster, as you're here now for the last yeah. question, um, what game would you like to see? Any game that you can wish for on console, any game can it be? What game would you like to come out on the next gen? Any what would I know that's coming out? No, that you don't, or any, any game, game that, that I can make no. one up, yeah, yeah, any anything you want, anything mm-hmm. you want. Oh, what do I want? Yeah, what game? I would like to see a God of War, God of War uh, Seven or whatever it's called. Uh, but I know that's already coming out. That's it. Hello. I have another idea. I I just realised something. Um, yeah. I want Alien Isolation Two, please. Like, mm. like. Well, it's never going to happen, but I'd love another Alien Isolation. Yeah, no, I, I, 
I, I would I, like to see PT because that game was sick. Yeah. It's the only game that's ever scared that, me. That is definitely uh, never happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if I can make I mean, one up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, if you can make one up, definitely, man. If you can, if you can make it up, like if you could make anything up like that, I would, I would, ma- I would get a time machine to like. It, it would have to be like some Avengers time heist thing combined with Inception, <laughs> where I would go back to like 1995 and get Kojima's brain from 19. 19- I would get Kojima's brain from 1995 and put it into modern Kojima, who's completely lost his fucking mind now. Wow. So that he can actually make good games again. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is before... Yeah, what the hell happened? Become... His brain just melted. No, he's... Yeah, I, I think... Yeah, I think he got to the point where he was believing... Well, as they say, he yeah. was smelling his own shit now. Kojima. Hideo Kojima. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's posting some mm. bullshit on Twitter. Yeah, the hours, like, he's... I mean, idea. like, he's he's funny and charming about it, but you can kind of tell that he, like... He takes himself a little bit too seriously and sees himself as this kind of, like, artist dude. And I'm like, mate, you're, you're a game designer. And... Yeah but, don't, yeah, but don't, yeah, but don't, yeah, but don't all geniuses, don't all geniuses show their, show their craziness after a little while, though. Don't you believe that? They all, they all crack and they're like, hang on. I'm I mean, I mean, have you seen Tenet? That movie is crazy. Uh. Tenet? Have I seen Tenet? No, I haven't. Uh, yeah, yeah. It doesn't make no sense. <laughs> well, well, that's, that's Nolan. Chris Nolan, yeah. Christopher Nolan's films never made any sense. Like yeah. he made a Batman film that came out. Batman came out in the day, and that that that, that was already turned up. So yeah, like, I know. So, uh, hey, but he took me to work you... on his banter. He's like, fucking chill out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I would say, okay. So for the game, for the game that I would want, I know it's going to sound a bit weird. I would like them to make a, a proper No Man's Sky with everything that they said they were going to give me. Yeah, I want a planet. I want into. I want into. I want interstellar space battles. I want to terraform. I want to be able to meet mm. people in the world and be able to talk to them and terraform a planet together. That's what I want. Uh, you know, there's, there's a game. There's a game. There's a game just like that out now that you can play, Teddy. Yeah, what's that called? No Man's Sky. <laughs> <laughs> like they've literally yeah, patched right. it, and it's an entirely different game. It's so good now. Like, like try it. <laughs> Just yeah, try I'm it. I know you've been burned once. I know, but like, nah. I, I I get what you mean though. Like you're talking something super next gen, like Star Citizen is doing and everything. Uh, like where it's basically that. It's basically like what what No Man's Sky is now cranked up to like absolute max um but star citizen is also kind of a meme and is still like miles away because there's loads of celebrity likenesses in it like mark hamill's in star citizen but and he's recorded all of his parts for it but the game is still like years away from release apparently because like it's basically crowdfunded it's so weird what can you do what can you do but yeah. that is the end of the podcast guys so unlucky retro please sound yourself off hmm. oh well thank you everyone for listening um yeah i thank you once again teddy for putting me on this uh, next podcast i'll always <laughs> be there when i can um but right now people i'm off the bed because i'm knackered and I'm, oh, I don't no. <laughs> I, um, um, what's it called? Zeus, as your name is on here, John Boster. Go on. 
Okay, he's not here. Go, um, Sober Soldier. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. So, uh, yeah, I'm uh, I'm Dan. I'm Sober Soldier. You can find me on Twitter at Mr. Danglestan if you feel like uh, reading about me, you know, moaning about various things. Um, some of it's topical, some of it's not. <laughs> um, but yeah, give me a follow if you're interested in, uh, you know, video game stuff or just. Um, yeah, politically charged things. Um, yeah, as far as like other social media presence, um, I'm starting my Twitch channel back up properly um, come next month when I move and actually have a decent internet connection. Now that I've upgraded the rest of my computer and everything, so you'll be able to find me on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash pre rendered powers. Uh, and yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for Teddy. Uh, thanks, Teddy, for having me on as well. Uh, much appreciated as always. I would like to like to thank you guys again. I always like to have people that are smarter than me on my podcast. Um, I am Teddy Hoggle. Find me on all social media platforms: Spotify, um, Podbean, any other thing. Like I say to people, just type in my name on any on Google and put in podcast next, and it will come up. Um, like I said to you guys in the beginning, write the reviews on the actual podcast. Don't send them to me. Because <laughs> it's pointless. It's absolutely pointless. It's better to have a community somewhere else than it is to have it on WhatsApp. It doesn't you know take I mean? personal fan mail, guys. You know? <laughs> no, I you do, got, but it's, got, just, it's annoying. When you you got to send it to the business address. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? So, um, people, I like to say, um, like, subscribe. In fact, this is... Um, four gamers best of the world 3.0 it'd be 1.0 it's 2.0 and then this one will be 3.0 the next one we will do all together will be 4.0 so people i hope everyone likes it guys thanks again and i hope to see you soon okay yeah take it easy thank you, man. Yeah, man. Thank you soon always a bye. bye.